Welcome to the Making of a Thought Leader podcast. This podcast is designed to encourage entrepreneurs to build their thought leadership in a simplified and a systematic way. I'm your host Surbhi Devia, brand strategist, entrepreneur, founder of Digital Genie and also founder of chatmybio.com. I'm passionate to help fellow entrepreneurs, executives and individuals to think and thrive on their thought leadership. So grab your headset, turn up the volume and join me here to get the boost of encouragement you need to build your thought leadership every episode. Welcome to a brand new episode on the making of a thought leader podcast. This episode is to celebrate a big milestone in my podcasting journey that is completing a whole year of podcasting. Yes, TMTL podcast is now one. Woohoo! Many podcasts do not last beyond 15 episodes. and i can understand that it can get really challenging and it is also a matter of commitment to last through the initial year so come along with me on this journey as i reflect what has brought me to this whole year of podcasting so come along with me on this journey which i am calling bts which is behind the scene to share with you what has helped me achieve this milestone also in this episode i'm reflecting on some of the cool ideas that the experts and guests on this show have shared so are you ready let's go This is May of 2021 and I am in a business meeting discussing building thought leadership. I was suddenly asked this question. So why don't you start your own podcast? And that moment was one moment when I felt like a deer caught in the headlights. I never imagined myself to be a podcast host and this question literally had me speechless. By then I had helped couple of entrepreneurs start their own podcast as a part of building their thought leadership and brand. In the past I've done several webinars for the different colleagues that I worked for. But I had never imagined applying the same principles to my to build my own thought leadership. Now this happens to the best of us, isn't it? I guess my answer at that point in the business meeting was something to the tune of I will start a, a podcast probably at the end of this year. And the person sitting opposite to me who was asking me this question was none other than Dereen Bhatia, whose podcast The Elevated Entrepreneur Show was already a year old by then and going through the discussions he went like you know the grind you know you can launch your podcast in 8 weeks. and right then and there he pulled up all the templates that we had developed for building his podcast and putting together 
the why and the who and the what of the podcast it 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 just was 8 weeks away and then on 1st july or so i had launched my podcast after that meeting the goal was to launch the podcast in 8 weeks that was july 1st of 2021 so i started with the grind to build the content and putting together some of the goals at that time i had decided that i'll run the podcast probably up to 20 to 25 episodes which will bring me to about a year of doing it and had a very modest target of around 500 downloads today as we are celebrating the first year of the show it is nowhere close to stopping and besides the amazing number of downloads and listenership it has received over the world thank you to the listeners of the show as well as the questions that keep coming in for me to go and seek out relevant responses and relevant relevant guests to talk about those issues for you guys so please keep them coming right so i was on the journey to build the podcast and i had almost close to 4 weeks left when the deciding the name came about what should i call my podcast this part took the longest for me i wanted a name that had the words thought leader in it and at the same time it had to convey the thought leader that thought leaders were made to be there has to be a system behind it to become a thought leader it is not that overnight somebody can ha- become a thought leader so just because you have x number of followers on social media or uh, by the virtue of what you do or even by virtue of where you are who you are does not make you a thought leader an influencer yes or maybe an ent- entertainer but not a thought leader so from then the, then on once i chosen the name i had like a countdown which was t minus 8 weeks and every week i had to set a goal for myself to achieve so it went on and on from choosing a jingle to purchasing the equipment trying out different locations to record etc while it was not very rosy but definitely it was quite quite interesting to go through those 8 weeks and having an accountability partner like dirain definitely helped me a lot i was lucky to as i had already developed necessary templates and have had some experience running all these things for other people so even if there were a lot of moving parts it was not as daunting as it may seem to a complete newbie and yet none of it was a shot of a roller coaster ride So recording the first 3 episodes was very memorable. I I'm sure it is for every podcaster probably and believe me even if I thought that I knew what I was getting into it took me umpteen number of tries and retakes to get even the first episode out. And I thought hey I'm otherwise a very chatty and talkative person this should not be so difficult for me but it felt so unnatural to speak into the microphone with no one listening or responding to me the next part came where the episodes needed to be polished and mixed with the music and it had to lay exactly as the sequence and the filler words had to be removed and the whole editing process 
Now, I have dabbled into audio editing again, but it was not to this level of really being so technical. And then it really felt like I was an audio engineer of sorts. Once the three episodes were really done, I was excited and nervous on the launch day came close by. To launch the podcast, I went live on Instagram to share why am I doing this and who is it for, etc. Well, besides there were other marketing uh, elements to it, which means I put it out on my LinkedIn and other social network, but the launch event was on Instagram. It was a nerve-wracking experience. It is not that I have not been on a live before, like live YouTube or a live LinkedIn before, but it was me hosting a live session was completely a nerve-wracking one. I have always been this person in the background. You see, I have always helped the analysts and the entrepreneurs and my clients be on the spotlight. So I have done the back-end work, but never been on the front or never been in the spotlight myself. And to walk the talk, it took another level of effort from me. And once I was live, I think I really enjoyed the discussions and questions that came through. Also, not everything goes as planned, isn't it? So I've learned this repeatedly from my experience and my career in events, marketing campaigns. Uh, and and th- this is where I felt like, yeah, that always have a plan B. So for my Insta Live session too, uh, Dharain, my podcast mentor, was kind enough to come online as a co-host and said that I will interview you so it can get easier for you to just share about your podcast. I thought, well, that was really a good, uh, generous offer and I took it. And InstaLive in UAE apparently doesn't allow two co-hosts or two hosts for that live. So it had to be only one live host. And since it was me who was launching the podcast, I had to go ahead without the rain at the very last minute. And that was a very small small thing, a small detail that we had missed to review, to verify before going live. But hey, that there I was on Instagram live, the audience were waiting, uh, trickling in very quickly at the time of the show. And it was me who was maneuvering the hosting of Insta live myself. It turned out to be great on the hindsight. But during the Insta live, I was like, did why didn't I think think this up before, right? Like, why didn't I walk it through before? But plan B really helped that the rain was still online. And then he was still asking me questions. And uh, we, we did the Insta live seamlessly, sort of. And then came the whole other part of, okay, the first three episodes are out. Now what next? Where is episode four, five, six onwards? The next few episodes also happened very seamlessly for me, thankfully, because I had put together a whole content strategy for the podcast and it worked out beautifully uh, to to think through all the first 10 episodes and plan out the content. What also ensued as a part of the launch of the podcast was just the sheer number of connections that happened to that happened to start everywhere. Just by the virtue of podcasting, uh, I started talking to more podca- other podcasters, potential guests who could be on the show, the listeners themselves started talking, leaving feedback. And it was definitely very time consuming and yet very engaging too. 
although on 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 the on the look of it or on in the front of it every episodes feel like okay this this must have gone very smoothly i'm sure there are a lot of podcasters listening to the show probably saying no nothing goes smoothly and exactly what ha- that's what has happened here as well there were ton of issues and the learning that came along with it is phenomenal like issues such as internet gets wonky some days uh, the equipment doesn't seem to connect very well uh, the guests on the show are probably more nervous than you are and the surrounding noises it's just by the fact of where you are right like the bells are ringing or the pets are meowing or barking in the back end and there was this one very interesting episode where i just couldn't figure out what is that noise in the background i felt like an audio engineer that day because i was like to separating tracks after tracks to edit the podcast and i just couldn't place which is that sound and apparently it was the little clock ticking in the room far behind but it was still loud enough for the microphone to catch it yeah that happens right and that that was like a like a discovery in itself throughout my podcasting journey i appreciate a few things i'm really really grateful for the first and the foremost is how welcomed i felt as a podcaster as a newbie podcaster to be a part of different podcasting communities was invited as an uh, as a speaker for a podcast podcast fest podfest it is called and also as a woman podcaster in business and as a part of this huge women community on uh, who are podcasters so that really is amazing The second area that I feel very grateful about is the amount of tools available that are disposable to uh do a to bring out a very good quality podcast. So be it Buzzsprout which hosts your podcast and also sends it to different uh, podcast players. So that's amazing. Descript a tool that I can't thank enough for being around at this time and age because it simplifies editing and transcribing so seamlessly and of course audacity which allows amazing uh, audio editing ability. The third and the thing that I'm really really very grateful for is just the learning the amount of learning that goes on episode after episode from the guests from the listeners it it is just that whole compounding effect of knowledge that you ha- harness and that you gather over a period of time so I'm really grateful for that Now talking about the learning part I must mention that every guest has added so much to the overall offering of this podcast so some shared phenomenal um, experiences that they have as an entrepreneur or someone who are trail blazing their paths with amazing achievements experts who know how to work the systems like linkedin and instagrams and there is there have been authors on the show who poured their knowledge into a book to leave a le- legacy behind and the coaches who have trained umpteen number of people to leverage their gifts to build on their thought leadership so looking back it may just feel like a double digit number 29 episodes some podcasts at this time probably are running 500 and something episode 
Yet I feel these 29 episodes have given me that initial lift off needed to hone different skills from listening to the audience's feedback from listening to the guest speaker what they are saying and also the conversations that happen on the spot so as i reflect on the topics we have covered so far i see so much of wealth in the content there there have been trailblazers who shared key habits they have adopted to build their point of view and how honing them consistently has help them go further so check out episodes 4 5 and 6 for some honest and proven ideas i'm sure you'll love them storytellers who have seen the age old human skills to pass information as a currency to keep the business running check out episodes 12 14 and 22 coaches who share how using your gifts can be a game changer in building thought leadership Check out episodes 8 and 28. Subject matter experts who have honed their skills in a particular niche and have helped others go a great way great way with their skills. Check out episodes 10, 14, 19, 20, 23 and 26. Now these episodes are really for those specific skills like for example say if you want to know how to build thought leadership on instagram for example or on linkedin or uh, use video uh, as as a tool to develop your thought leadership and these are some amazing episodes where they have given tips tricks resources people can use and of course they can get in touch with those individuals to even get them further uh, understanding about the tools lastly there were some solo episodes which i have addressed topics based on the questions that i've got from the followers and the listeners of the show and that is definitely not it there is just so much more to talk about in this world of thought leadership building thought leadership and get inputs on where from various thought leaders subject matter experts to help you the listeners become thought leaders from most of the conversations that i've had i find that the guests are touching upon these common traits of a thought of building thought thought leadership so the first one i always find is people talk about clarity so clarity is something that guests talk about in terms of in the context of what people knowing what they are absolutely after right like so building thought leadership is can get a very broad and a fuzzy term but if you know that okay at the end of the day i want to be this door opener for my company to get my sales people get the right contacts in different organization and that's the reason i want to become a thought leader you have a clarity of why you are investing time energy and resource in creating content creating the community around your point of view similarly the other area is also clarity about who they serve so again as i said in the example earlier that if you want to be this person who opens the door for sales people to have conversations with the right person in organization then you have you know exactly who do you serve the audience it i can't repeat this enough if you don't know who you are serving you're practically keeping the money on the table not doing marketing in the right way second is most of these thought leadership thought, most of these people who are 
behind building thought leader leadership are following some kind of a process or a system that works for them and that actually brings to the third point of building consistency because there is a process or a system that they follow they are innately building a consistency in their system and that also means that they understand that building thought leadership is a long game the next trait i identify with a lot of guests talking about is communication now communication again as a generic term is like the ability to talk to other person but what these people subject matter experts or people who are developing their thought leadership are doing is building communications consistent communication with their target audience and they are talking about issues that face their industry now the next trait that builds from that communication is the sense of community the sense of follower the sense of having your own tribe in that industry who is benefiting from your point of view and that's another trait that a thought leader has from what i've understood from talking to these guests who come on the show the the sixth one or the other other trait that people talk about is giving value it's not about just community communicating in an echo chamber where people other people are saying the same thing and you are doing the same again to reiterate the point but here what we're talking about is providing value the people the followers your tribe are looking to gain value from what you are communicating with them and last and the final point i feel is i i i hear everybody say is listening are you listening to what your target audience is feedbacking to you are you asking the right questions to able to to be able to hear what your audience is talking to you all right so these conversations actually came so close to the 8p framework that i have shared in episode 2 of the making of a thought leader podcast now that was something which is so heartening to know that i work with my clients on on developing their thought leadership is actually resonating well with all these other subject matter experts who've come on the show I have ex- I have shared this in episode 2 as I said the 8P framework and once again just to reiterate and to have a context to our conversation today is the 8P framework starts with purpose clarity yeah we spoke about this what is the goal why you want to develop thought leadership why you want to put your point of view up front in out there in the marketplace right um who is it that you're doing for so p for purpose the first p the second p is people if you know the target audience very well that that helps you tremendously cut the whole noise and just be very clear on what exact message you want to deliver the third is packaging how are you going to put it together so that it is consumable it is valuable it m- makes an effect uh to to your followers to the audience the fourth p is positioning positioning doesn't mean that you position yourself as a thought leader up front but it means that you position yourself consistently in a different uh channels where your audience is following you or your audience is the fifth p is publishing 
publishing technically is really whatever you're thinking the communication that you're putting together you need to put it out there in different formats for your audience to consume the sixth p is partnering today the world is full of full of people who are talking about different things and there's just so much collaboration happening i feel i i see a lot of collab value in collaboration and this p is very important if you partner other they are aligned with what you are talking about um and it brings a a win win situation for both you and your partner the sixth the seventh p is promotion so whatever you say you are doing repeatedly only 30% of the audience is going to see it at one go in the digital world so you got to repeat it you got to promote it in different ways and formats and the last one is the proof if the people are saying responding engaging with your content that's a proof enough to share, show you that what you are doing is 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 something that is being valued and you got to gather that proof to keep going on it's something close to very close to listening as what i've learned from the guests talking talking about on the show okay so going back to this journey of one year of podcasting i felt that the 8p framework resonates so closely to what the guests have been talking about and in the next few episodes one of the aims that i have is to bring on more thought leaders on board more subject matter experts who can share exact skills and tips which can be helpful to to you to become a thought leader Now what I request from you as every time I do please share your feedback please ask me questions so I can go out there and get more relevant people address more relevant topics that are valuable to you Okay and so with this we've come to this amazing celebration of one year of the making of a thought leader podcast thank you for being a part of this journey and stay tuned because there's a lot more coming up on the show until we meet next time in episode 31 this is surbi radia thank you so much for being a part of the show and listening it until the end The first step to build your thought leadership is with a powerful professional personal bio. Personal bios can be used on LinkedIn as a summary on your website or it can be shared with others as your introduction on a public platform. If you do not have a fantastic personal bio which talks volumes about your professional experience and your expertise, help is around. Jot My Bio is a done-for-you professional bio writing service that showcases the best of your unique self. Visit jotmybio.com that is j o t m y b i o.com today and get yourself a unique handcrafted personal bio. I truly appreciate you joining me on the podcast today and to stay updated on the latest episodes make sure you have subscribed to the Making of a Thought Leader podcast on your favorite podcast player. See you next time.